Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Good morning. This is Rose Cushing, and I am with today's Horsewoman podcast. This is Women's History Month, so we're celebrating this month and these great achievements of women in our industry by talking not only with women who have had great success, but a whole lot of people on the the horizon to become historical figures in our industry. Our guest today is Amy Robinson, and Amy is the content director for Valley Vet and was a recipient of the American Horse Publications Equine Media Next Generation Award. So welcome to the show, Amy. Oh, thank you so much, Rose, for having me. I've been looking forward to visiting with you. Me too. So tell me a little bit about how you fell in love with horses. Oh, gosh. Um, You know, that story is going to take us way back. Um, I'm originally from Oatmoldy, Oklahoma, and my parents had Appaloosa racehorses whenever I was brought into this world, and uh, they had Appaloosas for quite some time. They still have some of the old retirees actually across the road from us. My husband and I, we found a little piece of property right across my parents' farm, and that's just been a blessing. But at any rate, whenever I was really little, I can still you know, remember back walking through the barn aisles at the tracks and feeding sugar cubes, and uh, it was just really special to be there and, and, and set some pictures with my parents and my siblings in the winter circle with uh, a few of dad's favorite horses. And... Um, you know, we, my parents, they, they got me a surprise for my third birthday, and she was a little POA pony named Sparkler, and I just was enamored with this pony, and we did everything together, and we actually still have her today. She is now, I believe, 33 years old. If I misquote that, she'd be mad at me if I said she was older than she is. I think she's 33. <laughs> and uh, she's just the absolute spitfire that she was whenever my parents got her for me. And my parents, they took me up to the hot walker with her, with some of the horses. And I just sit around on her and um, hang out with them. And the horses might act up a little bit. And she was always, she took pretty good care of me, except when she didn't. Uh-huh. And she was a... Uh, she was really what got me into my love for horses. We still have several here with us across the road from us. We have the retirees at my parents' place, and then we have three of them here with us at our place. And it's just been, it's just been the absolute dream. You know, I, I went to college, and I wasn't on the equestrian team, so I did haul some horses with me at OSU just to have them and bring them along with me. And we go to horse trials on the weekends whenever I could get away, and one with me when I moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin for work, and they just, you know, they're kind of, they kind of stuck to me like glue. Right. They do have that effect on you, don't they? <laughs> they do. They do. Luckily, so. I, I told my husband when we first met, he was very much a city person, and I said, don't ever let me pet a horse because I'll catch horse fever. And he thought I meant a disease. Little did he know I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't too long before we had a whole lot of them. <laughs> and that's the way life should be. And and he sounds like a great man. I like him already. He is. He, he I, I wound up having a breeding farm for years, and he learned a lot, and terrorized at first and before long he was helping the mamas have the babies and imprinting them so you know he's come a long way oh that's fantastic my my husband's the exact same we met whenever i moved back to tulsa 
And um, he was a neighbor, and he didn't have any pets at the time, and he had ridden a horse maybe once or twice. And now he's just in love with it, and and it's it's fun to see that through them when they get into it, and and it kind of sticks to them like glue too. It is true. It's very true. People, my family thinks knows that I'm horse crazy, but what they don't realize is Rodney's more horse crazy than I am. So that that makes a good match for us. <laughs> Definitely does. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Absolutely. There's all the horse husbands out there. Yeah, you, you got to, you know, hats off to them because you got to be one to survive being married to one. <laughs> <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> so tell me about your job at Valley Vet. That's really interesting that you're a content manager. Thank you. Um, I love it. I, I really do. I've been with Valley Vet Supply for now about four years. And, um, you know, before I joined, they had focused on content, but only as time really allowed. And it's really a neat history at Valley Vet because the owners of Valley Vet Supply were founded from a practicing vet clinic. And so they had a mixed practice clinic in Marysville, Kansas. And uh, Dr. Arnold Nagley and Dr. Ray Schultz, they really saw a need for getting medications to, you know, horse owners and farmers that really didn't have great access to a vet clinic. So they saw that need, and so whenever I came on board, it was really kind of starting a content program from the ground up, and the main mission was just finding the questions that animal owners had and trying to help solve those questions and overall to help their animals. So I really write quite a bit with our tech service veterinarians. We have three that work with us now. Our owners have since retired and much, much earned retirement, and so I work with our tech service sets and other experts and writing stories on mostly cattle health and also horse health and then a little bit of pet health here and there. And it's really fun to, to tie that in and just to try to help folks that maybe even have all animals. Because it's interesting when you think about it that something like a, a story about keeping our ranch dog safe, that's also going to apply to our horse owners and to our, our ranchers. And so it's just been a, just a meaningful career and you know I I kind of stumbled into animal health to be really honest um, whenever I graduated I graduated with a journalism degree from LSU and I went and worked with Plot Graphics, a large pet publishing company headquartered out of Wisconsin the first six months of your position was working on the factory floor, rotating within the different departments of these facilities. So I think we ended up rotating to around five different facilities in the Wisconsin area. And I downpiled magazines, I got books, I drove a forklift, and it was 12-hour shifts, night and day shifts. They just kind of switched around. And that was such an awesome you know, entrance into our industry. And then from there, I went to working at Milwaukee Magazine, and then um, actually learned that the Wettest business was at Beta Redder, which was a, a great advertising agency that was headquartered in Milwaukee. Uh-huh. And, and I had the opportunity to work with, with Beta Redder and Wettest for several years. And it was just incredible. It was really fun to see how journalism took me back into animal health and agriculture after all of these years. And then um, I've been with that time now for about four years. It's just been a remarkable, meaningful career, I would definitely say. And, and working with our editors now, too, and, and supplying stories and, and helping connect sources, it's just, it really is a dream. 
That's really cool. I, I started my career in the newspaper magazine industry, and, I, and my uh, publisher always said, when the ink gets in your blood, Rose, you're never going to get rid of it, and he's certainly right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're the ones who will always be picking up those print pieces. That's right. That's right. But, you know, how wonderful we are that our equine industry allows us to have that kind of a career. It's an amazing industry in that there's probably no career that I can think of that you can't blend in with horses. I mean, I, I did an article once for a magazine and there were 450 careers that, you know, touched into the horse industry. So it's a big industry. Oh, absolutely. If someone's got the heart for horses, there's definitely a place for them or whatever profession they may dream of. And that's, that's, you're right. That's a really special thing. It is. It truly is. So tell me about the award that you won. Sure. Um, so that was the AHP Media Next Gen Award, and you know my my friend, my longtime friend, and also colleague at Valley Vet, Corey Simmons, but she nominated me along with uh, Omar you know, Hosa, our, our president and CEO for this award, and I was honestly just honored to be nominated and to be considered of in that light, and so they they ended up selecting two of us to be co-recipients of this award and we received it in Lexington, Kentucky last May, I believe it was. And it was really powerful because um, I can still think about when I was in the backseat of my trainer's truck and we were going to a horse trial in Kansas. He mentioned, you know, the horse industry needs riders. If you want to be a rider, you should really consider that. And to kind of be full circle and to be considered for that was just, I really, I was lost the words. It was so just moving and, and empowering to know that all these years later, it has happened. And, um, and that I can be so passionate about a career. It's not just as my dad would say a fourth of the word. Right. <laughs> and uh, I know that's not, that's not the case for, for everyone. And that's something I'll never take for granted. And it was just incredibly special. And the AHP folks, everyone is just so wonderful and welcoming. And, um, it's been a wonderful group to be involved with and to grow with. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've been to a few of the conventions and they were just so informative and so good. And what a nice group of folks. Oh, absolutely. To have everyone rally together and, and to learn together and from each other. It, it really is a unique, a unique group. I'm very grateful to be a part of it. So of all the stories that you've written for, for Valley Vet, what's your favorite topic? Oh, that's a good question. That is a very good question. Hmm. Is it horses or cattle or, you know, do you have a specific thing that, that's more interesting to write about? Sure. Well, I guess I would say that my heart always beats for horses. So anything horse health related, that's really important to me. Um, so I would say anything horse health, I'm sorry, um, I would say anything horse health related is, is definitely something I'm drawn to, but also I'd say the questions that we might have as horse owners, finding answers to that and hopefully being able to help others. There's one piece that I wrote, it's been a couple of years now, I worked with a few kind of behaviorist on, and it was, the topic of it was, is it behavior related or is it pain related issues that you're having with your horse? And for the lead for that, I ended up using, we have we have several off-tracks at our house, and one of them, she's been since retired since she was eight. She ended up having a fractured vertebrae, and 
he was a horse that I probably spent more hours in a saddle with with several different trainers and we just, we really fought through some issues and I knew she was a sweethearted mare. It wasn't adding up. And so we ended up taking her to a couple of different vets and we ended up landing at OSU Vet Hospital in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And they did x-rays and they really looked very, very closely at her and they just, they determined that she ended up having a fractured vertebrae of her neck. And C1, I believe it was. And so it all made sense. And it was something that I was, I was really grateful for an answer, and I wish that I would have known much earlier. And uh, that was probably the piece that rings the closest to my heart, just because if someone is facing issues with their horse, one after another after another, um, ask all the questions you can and just look into the heart of your horse. And, and now she's not a mean-spirited individual. She doesn't want to hurt anybody. And after the pain that she was experiencing, it was that she could have definitely hurt that's a really good article and oftentimes you know we just assume that they're being bad and we don't take the time to look and make sure that there's not something wrong with them you know other than just they don't feel like it that day mm-hmm. so that's oh, a oh definitely much needed definitely so she's um she's a queen of the back pasture and she's she's enjoying life and i'm, I'm glad that she's retired and she'll never leave She's, um, she's bred incredibly well, and she has earned her retirement tenfold, tenfold. She was always so good to me. I adopted her whenever I lived in Miami, Florida, and then moved her to Kansas City with me, and then moved her back to Oklahoma with me. So we've really been through a lot. Yeah. You know, I hope that piece helps others. But that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's really what I hope the, the work that I'm allowed to do um, does. I hope that it helps others and, and their animals. Oh, I'm certain that it will. Now, how can the how can people access those articles? Sure. So we have quite a collection of articles on our website, um, and that's valleyvet.com backslash education. And um, from there, you can go dive into horse care, livestock care, and also pet care articles. And we also do news releases. So most of the pieces that I write, honestly, I, I submit to our editors, our equine industry, and our and our ag industry editors for use in their magazines. So um, those probably you could check out. You know, um, several different ag ag publications. I'm sure. You know, Drovers, Progressive Cattle, um, Ag Update. I also do some freelance writing very occasionally. But whenever I get the chance, I absolutely love these favorites with Holly with Sports Illustrated. Um, several times, and I've really enjoyed that uh-huh. as well. Awesome. Hey, y'all. This is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds, located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition. From your performance horse to your weekend trail horse, our line of maximum nutrition equine feeds offers five different complete balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at mulecity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at one 800 
587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers. So what's left on your bucket list? I'm sure you're young and you have a lot left to achieve. That's a really good question. Um, what's left on my bucket list? You know, I guess I would say work-related, I, I want to continue doing the things that I'm doing. I, I want to find the best avenues that we can help educate and help inform and hopefully help the animals that everyone has in there. That's, that's definitely number one. Um, you know, sports-wise, I'm just now getting back into eventing. I've had some, you know, we, we all have some unexpected setbacks, and that's kind of been the case with my last few horses. And so I've got a new guy, and we're just now getting back into it. We just had our first jumping horse together two weeks ago. And so I'm excited to see what he thinks about it, and I'm really excited to be getting back into it. He's, he's just a doll. We've adopted a few horses, some horse in town, but he found a in Oklahoma, and they've just they're just wonderful. It's such a cool place. They have, they have when you arrive, they've got like probably, I don't know, 30 dogs that greet you. <laughs> and Nelda, she rescues um, senior dogs from high kill shelters across the state. And that they go there, they live out their days, and she's even got some that are seeing or, or vision, or sorry, hearing or vision repaired and um, impaired. So they have kind of a separate place with it. So it can be safe and peace and sense. But, um, it's just an awesome place. If you're a dog or a horse, a horse person, it is just heaven. So um, that's, just, that's just been really cool. Um, outside of that, I'm also really involved with our Humane Society in town. So Oklahoma, we've got a lot of states around us that face overpopulation issues. So we're all just striving to hopefully save more dogs and cats and uh, put them in a better spot. So definitely there's a lot of work ahead, but it's, it's something that I absolutely love, and it's amazing to work with such great people all around. That's very, very good causes and good things to have on your list for sure. What, what, oh, thank you. what advice would you give to young women coming into our industry? Because the horse industry is a tough place to make a living. You know, that's a good question too, and uh, I guess I would say don't give up. You might have, you know, if you're a recent graduate, you might have an interesting path getting through the horse industry. If you're if you're unable to get in right away, you could be driving forklifts in Wisconsin. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just you never know where your path is going to take you. But if you're really set on getting somewhere, you'll get there. And just keep close contacts and you know, be open to kind of getting out of your element and connecting with others and. And just know that everyone's here to help. Everyone wants to lend a helping hand. And you're going to learn so much along the way. And then one day you might be in a position that you can help others. And so just, if it's something you want to do, just stay strong and keep after it and follow your path wherever it will lead you. And I'm sure the way to do the work in this day. Very, very good advice as well. Well, I've enjoyed talking with you a lot this morning, Amy. So how can people find, follow you and what you're doing? Sure, sure. So you can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's Amy underscore Lou, L-O-O. 
Um, I really just post things about horses and dogs, so feel free to follow me there. You can also follow my work at bellyvet.com backslash education um, and also keep an eye out and Horse Illustrated as I love to work with them too. And, you know, just um, thank you so much for, for having me and for having me on, and it's been such a wonderful, wonderful visit. I've really appreciated it. Thank you. I appreciate you being on the show. And as always, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening. <music>